Hi, my name is Kevin Kempton, and I want to welcome you to Light the World podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to celebrate humanity, all that's amazing about people, um, the things that make us amazing, our, our passions, the things that drive us in this world, things that we love, whether like myself, I love the outdoors, hiking, biking, camping, fishing, you know, you name it, outdoors, I love doing it. There's people that are talented singers, they love uh painting or drawing, creating. You've got people who are mathematicians and people who do analytics and you got physicists. You got all kinds of hobbies and passions and and jobs and vocations and things that really are fascinating. We're going to talk about that. We're going to have guests on this show, people talking about the things that drive them, the things they're passionate about. Then also we're going to talk about the spiritual side. How do we balance family and friends and our religious beliefs and convictions, talking about who we are and why we're here, the purpose of this life. Um, and that really, I guess, as you, you take this and focus it down, this podcast is to help every human being on this planet to realize who they are, that they are an actual son and daughter of our Heavenly Father. Not adopted, they're literally His Spirit children and heirs to His throne. This world was created for us, not created and then we populated it or created and then he was bored and figured out what to do or we're amusing for him. We literally are his purpose. And his son, Christ, Jesus Christ, was literally sent here to pay the price for our weaknesses, our mistakes, our shortcomings, so that we could actually have somebody who could step in and pay the price for our imperfections so that we could be made whole again and return back to our Heavenly Father's presence and not to just sit there as a bunch of cattle in a field in heaven or a choir singing songs the rest of eternity, but to actually continue to learn and become like Him. Think about if your parents, do you want your kids to become better than you? Now, God is perfect, so I'm not suggesting that we're going to become more perfect than God because He is perfect. But he wants us to become like him. And you look at yourself, you want your kids to have every opportunity they can in this life. You want them to be as happy as they possibly can. You want them to be as successful. And when I say successful, I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking successful in relationships, in family and friends and community. Being people who make good choices and are people that other people can trust. Okay, and so our Heavenly Father is no different. They, we are a little mini model of Him. The difference is He's perfect and we're not. We make mistakes, He does not. Even though sometimes we may feel like He maybe made a mistake with things that He lets us go through and trials and challenges that we're dealing with, He doesn't. He's perfect. And we want people in their core level to understand that there is a plan, that they're here for a purpose. Every single person matters. Nobody's a byproduct. Nobody's a second thought or an afterthought. No one is that. Everybody is known to your Heavenly Father and everybody is known to your Savior, Jesus Christ. They know you by name. They know you better than you know yourself. And they are aware of everything you're dealing with in this planet. Some of the atrocities we see around this planet, I, I shudder to think of the people that create those and, and some of the, it's, it's just, it's sad. But let's, let's not focus on that right now. Let me talk about some of those things down, down the road. But 
uh, one of the scriptures that we have in the New Testament, Matthew 5, 14 through 16, is Christ giving his uh, Sermon on the Mount. And he says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. We are the light of the world. Satan's goal is to stop that light. It's to snuff it out. It is to bury it. It is to just extinguish it. And more and more than any other time in my life, I can feel his effort and presence in the world these days. And it's men and women like you and me who band together on groups like this and share light and hope and messages of peace and joy and focus on how amazing humanity is that we can push back and grow that light in the world and not allow them to convince people how horrible they are. If you look at movies over the last decade, futuristic movies particularly, every single one of them will tell you how horrible humanity is when they're talking about supposed other beings and superior beings from other places. Yeah, humans are this, this pathetic life form. There's hope in them, but they're pathetic. They're always going to destroy themselves. They're always going to do all these horrible things. That is not coming from God, people. That message is consistent in these movies and in these books and in these, these uh, entertainment avenues. And we need to wake up and realize that that is a message from the adversary that we need to stop. We need to stop perpetuating that. Humanity is not horrible. Certainly there are people who make horrible choices. We can look through our history and we can see some really, really terrible people. But as a whole, men and women around the globe are good people, family people. They love their family. They love people around them. By nature, they are not horrible, terrible, disgusting things, right? They are influenced certainly by the adversary and by fear. And fear can make people do a lot of things that they never thought capable of doing. And so again, with this podcast, it's the opposite. As we grow faith with people and who they are and their divine nature and their divine eternal perspective, all of a sudden faith grows and that fear diminishes and Satan's grasp over people in our communities diminishes. So I just said a mouthful there for those who don't know my faith. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And in that, and and I'll talk a podcast that talks a lot more about that that, um, belief structure and what we believe and some of the misconceptions out there. But for now, we understand a few things from, um, from the gospel teachings. And that is, we all lived with our Heavenly Father before we came here to this planet. We just didn't pop into existence when we were born. We existed as spirits with our Heavenly Father, and we were educated, taught, loved, and looked forward to the time that we could come here. We have this little tiny speck in time, our time on this planet, in which it's a testing ground for ourselves. God already knows who we are. Now we get to prove to ourselves, are we going to seek out truth, and when we find it, act on it? Or are we going to choose to not act on it? and choose to focus on ourselves and self-interest versus those things that God wants us to do to be happy. And then we say on this planet, well, why do we want to be selfless? Why do we want to be outward focused? Why do we want to sacrifice our own uh, desires to help other people? And the answer to that is because of what our eternal perspective is. Our goal is not this planet. 
here you lived and amassed this amount of wealth or this amount of popularity or this amount of success and then died, we're here on this planet and then we pass on to our eternal realm, which is for the rest of time, where we have a physical body, our spirits and our bodies reunite, and we live as a family, brothers and sisters, moms and dads, husbands and wives, our family units continue. That's what we're striving for. That's why we listen to our Heavenly Father and the spiritual promptings of the Holy Ghost. And we say, okay, what is expected of me? How can I follow Christ and his teachings so that his atonement can take effect upon me and help me return back to my Heavenly Father? When you see that perspective, then the challenges of this life, even those terrible, horrible people. Let's go to World War II with Hitler and the horrible things he did in his country. Those horrible, terrible things, but people who knew the eternal perspective, why it did not make their sufferings easier, it helped them understand and maintain what the goal of this life is and where they're headed. The people that didn't, bitterness and anger, hostility, ravaged their lives even after the suffering was over because they don't understand, because they're consumed with getting even or having somebody pay and and I, I'm not going to trivialize what happened there or the people that went through the stuff that happened there and say, I know how they felt because I don't. However, we are coming up to the last days and the writing is on the wall. We can see the signs of the time. And I think most people alive today are going to see those types of atrocities come back. Those types of things happen uh, in the not too distant future because we can see all of those prophecies from Isaiah, Daniel, Revelations, all starting to converge and happen. And again, it's not to scare us. I actually, the more I study it, the more optimistic I get, not because of what's coming. That still is not quite fun to think about. But because the coming back of, of Christ is nearing. Because the calamities of this world are going to be silenced. And we're going to be able to live in a peaceful, happy uh, world without wars and fear and hatred and disease and poverty, um, a much better place to be. But again, focusing on our eternal perspective silences the fears and worries of the second coming and lets us focus on how do I help other people get ready? How do I help other people wake up if they're currently so fixated on the challenges of day-to-day -day life? that they're unaware of what's coming, right? It becomes every person who's been warned to warn their neighbor. And so with Light the World, I guess that's this piece of it, my hope and my dream, is it's something that the things that we talk about, um, the things that you share on the comments, help each other and help strengthen us as a community wherever we're at, and then hopefully build a massive community globally that can transcend the lines of government and particular world situations and as brothers and sisters united together, fixated and focused on our eternal perspective, can lift each other. And we can celebrate the amazingness that individuals have and bring their different slices and thoughts and feelings on, on life and their passions and, and hopes and dreams. Um, as you'll resonate with somebody that 
uh, somebody else doesn't. And that's what all the diversity is about, to celebrate that diversity in human life. So this is the introduction to Light the World. Um, if you're here, you're probably here because you know me or know somebody who knows me. And if you are excited about this content or where this could be headed, uh, please share this with your friends, families, neighbors, people. Uh, let's get this out to as many people as possible because if we get a big community, it, it gives us more opportunity to bring other people in. Uh, it gives us more opportunity to create and do bigger and better things. And so uh, please feel free and, and share your comments and thoughts about this, the things that you like, the things that you don't like. I will say this. As I talk, I'm going to talk from the perspective of what I know to be true. Not everybody's going to agree with me or believe the same things that I believe, and that's okay. Not everybody's going to make a comment that I agree with. That's okay. As long as people comment respectfully and thoughtfully and kindly to each other, those thoughts and opinions are welcome. If somebody becomes contentious and rude and belittling, that's not going to be okay. And those people will be removed, not because of fear of their comments, but because that's just not the way that our Savior does things. That's not the way that God does things. He, he And I hear this all the time when I was a missionary and talking to people. They say, you got to contend for the things that you believe. There's a big difference between contending and contention. Contention is of the devil, Christ says, and that is where we're you know, like rams butting heads together, right? We're just gonna we're gonna force our idea through somebody's head, and that's never ever gonna work. I love the quote: "A man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still." So contending means if you feel passionate, you share your testimony, your passion about the way you feel, and then people can respond in that same passionate but thoughtful and kind way. And I encourage everybody, you hear something that you're like, I don't know if that's right, go pray about it. That's the beautiful thing about the gospel of Jesus Christ is it's individual. There is an actual gospel. There is an actual organization. There is an actual lineage of his priesthood line and authority. He's organized and ordered. He is not a God of disorder and chaos. He does not shotgun it out there and say, all right, here's 55 different belief structures. Just pick one. They're all good. He doesn't do that. He never has. He never will. So he's organized and ordered. And so you can pray about things and find out if they fall within that order. That's why he says in the scripture, narrow is the way or straight is the way and narrow is the gate to the kingdom of heaven. It is not a broad path. It is not one that people meander through a wide range of beliefs and structures. It's organized, it's linear, it's straight. Um, and, and when we're on that path, we're the happiest. And so pray about anything you hear, things you see or, or comments made, if you wonder if they're true and you can get that personal conviction. I do it all the time. When I study content that aren't directly from God's prophet or one of his 12 apostles, when I study content, I go and read the scriptures. I study the content for an hour. I'll read the scriptures for an hour. And I ask Heavenly Father, if I study a concept from man that is out of harmony with your guidelines, your, your teachings, help me see that in the scriptures. And I'm, I, it's interesting because more often than not, when I find things, I'm like, ah, I don't know if that's true. 
and I study the scriptures, I find scriptures that back up that principle, and it's me who's wrong, not the principle. And by shifting my thought process, I create or get or achieve the things I want, and that was the piece that was blocking me. So it's very interesting taking that approach. Never be afraid or ashamed to go ask Heavenly Father if something you've learned is right or wrong. Even if it seems to contradict what you believed before, he will always answer you and you'll always know that you know. Light the World Podcast, I'm Kevin Kempton. Please share your comments. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, our second episode we will be doing here, uh, I, you'll, have, you'll have the first three or four episodes that you can listen to back to back if you want to. I'm excited about this. It's scary for me. It's all these things above. I have no idea where this is going, but finally excited to, like Jonah, <laughs> be spit up on the beach, get out of the well, and start taking this journey uh, for good or bad, whatever it's going to be. I'm excited to be here and be on this journey with you. Thanks for tuning in.